This is Marvel 616 Politics, episode 88, with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared. All right, Jared. So, my man, what's up? Andy, my man, what's well, up? Well, you know, nothing. Awesome. Well, let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's been a long time. Has it really, though? Well, maybe it just seems like a long time because you and I don't talk as much off air. You've been really busy. That's true. Yeah, I've been... Yeah, yeah, busy and all that nonsense, uh, dude. I'm almost, I'm almost through my second class uh, through of my MBA. Okay, and how many classes are there? Twelve. Okay, so you're almost a sixth done. Yes, that's a good way to look at it. Awesome, that's great. And how's this class going? Whew, man, this class is tough, dude. Finance. I didn't know this whole world existed. Like, I just thought. <laughs> I just thought you ran a business by making more money than you spend, but there's a lot more to it than that, apparently. Oh, there <laughs> is? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, man. So you're learning something, then. It's not just like oh, just I'm l- taking classes for a piece of paper. Yeah, I'm learning a ton. I'm learning a ton. But it's kind of kicking your butt, too? <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. It's a lot of work? It's a ton of work. Well, so what would what's like the work that is required in a class like this? Okay, well, it's eight weeks. Uh, I take two classes a semester, but one at a time. So it's eight weeks and then eight weeks. And so there's group projects. There's papers. Like my accounting class that I took, I had to write two papers a week. And they're small papers, but they're still, you know, you have to get sources and all that. And then there's worksheets and tests and reading. So these worksheets, they're like basically Excel uh, things with like, they took, they take two hours each, you know, it's like, and hopefully there's only one per week, you know? Aye. Yeah. And well, okay. So uh, are you on Cedarville's schedule then? Yeah. Yeah. So are you on Thanksgiving break this week? No, (laughs) no. Uh Oh, no, I had to do like forecasting, like capital expenditures, cash flow forecasting. Uh, that's due by the end of this week. <laughs> Is anyone even there to grade it? I don't know, man. This, uh, you know, this professor, he's he's like a robot, so. Oh, okay. He's well, it's all online, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But see, I got this, uh, I have this group mate who... Uh, I'll email him like Monday or Tuesday and be like, okay, man, here's my best guess at the group project. <laughs> my right? best guess. And it's, you know, it's all right. I, I, it's not like I'm laying it all at his feet. I do a good, a good solid understanding of it and go through. I, I tell him what I'm not sure about and I tell him the questions I have. And uh, he's, he's always like, thanks for emailing this to me so early in the week. And then on Saturday night, he's like, okay, well, I just had a chance to look at this. I'm like, dude, it's due tomorrow. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, uh, don't, you, don't you love those group projects? No, I don't. They're awful. They will be the bane of my existence. Yeah, I don't see you as 
being a person that works well in in that situation like that. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but okay. Not I mean just you're particular about how you do things. I know when you and I do work together, you have a specific sales skill set and you're very good at that and and not in a mean way, but you think you're the best at what you're doing because <laughs> it's that it's that it's the right thought process though. It's that if you want it done right, do it yourself because you think that you can do it the best. And I, I'm the same way though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, that wasn't meant to be rude. <laughs> I can remember I was selling when I was selling books at the last convention with Mark. Uh, he was like, I'm not going to take any breaks. I'm like, well, there's two of us here. So, you know, you can pee and you can, you know, get an autograph or get food. And he's like, no, the thing is, I just I think I can do it better than anybody else. So I'm not going to leave. And I totally understand what he was saying. He wasn't saying it in a rude or condescending way. He just feels that his skill set is the best, and he wants to make the most amount of money, so he's going to stick around. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I'm not offended. Uh, it usually takes a bit for you to get offended. <laughs> usually. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm offended. <laughs> well, so what else do you have? You've got, um, what's going on with the job? Because uh, every day I drive past the gas station and the gas is lower. Oh, yeah, it's bad, dude. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, the we're relaunching our uh, products here and i'm uh, on i'm heading that up um and so we have a, a due date we have a deadline and basically everybody was working on their own little piece but they weren't working together and nobody knew what anybody else was doing and so i got tapped to kind of oh. all right get them all on track <laughs> and uh so i started looking into it and man it's uh it's I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say everybody's dropping the ball because they're not. They're all hard workers. They're all like they all want to do a good job, which is fantastic. That's half the battle right there. But nobody was talking to anybody else. And so, like, as I'm digging That's into not- this more, it's like, oh, my goodness, this this isn't done. This isn't done. And everybody's like, well, I'm not sure whose job that is. And I, I can't fault them. I can't sure. figure out whose job it is either for these things. You know, it's like. <laughs> Well, they have to get done. Well, uh, and everybody's so afraid to lose their job, man, because the industry's such—it's so in the toilet. It's so bad. Anyway, it's interesting. Who would have ever thought? You know. What What do you mean? Well, I mean, gas prices have been going up since I got my license. Right. You know, because when I got my license, gas was ninety-nine cents, and it's not been that much since I got my license. It's, I mean, I remember paying over four dollars for a gallon and you know and and being like i'm only going to take the minimum amount of trips that i need and now gas here uh, is a buck 65 is it really holy moly dude yeah down at the valero about uh five minutes from our house that's where i filled up i saw it at a dollar 82 which is the lowest i've seen it in my area mm. um yeah and see the thing is like not to bore our listeners or anything but the thing is like the gas prices can still stabilize and if they're not going down anymore, that doesn't mean that my industry, because it, it all hinges on new hires. And if they're laying people off, then they're not hiring new people. And so, therefore, we're not making any money. And so, anyway. Anyway, it's crazy. It's uh, – I'm learning – I'm taking this – What would you say? Go ahead. I'm, I'm just taking this as a learning experience. I'm, I'm getting as much experience as I can because if this thing fails – I know that so far 
it's not going to be my fault. Like, there's a possibility. Obviously, I can mess up and do it. But if, if it falls flat, like, I'm fine with taking the heat on it because it was my project. But I'm just going to keep learning from it and take it somewhere else. Because, look, man, nobody's job is secure. I mean, so, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can do. Sure. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Was there, do you Have you heard, is there another round of layoffs coming? Uh, I have not heard. I have not heard. So, you know, it's everything's up in the air. Um, but see, the problem is, even if there's layoffs down here, um, I mean, if, even if there's layoffs in, in our job, because this is an oil and gas community, there's so many layoffs that so many people are looking for a job. So that takes all the extra jobs away. So, like, if we get laid off last, then there's not going to be any really good jobs around here they're all going to be taken gotcha so, well are you are you good at music i'm very good no <laughs> no i don't know i don't know if that's part of your skill set if you think you're the best at music i'm <laughs> not no we all know who the best at music is well are you tina you instrument tina. I, was, I was talking about <laughs> tina not you i thought you were talking about jesus <laughs> he's the best at music I don't know, is he? I don't know. Why would you think that? Well, I mean, if you're perfect and like you're like, look, I'm going to play the saxophone. And Jesus is like, I'm going to play with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> Took a weird turn, but okay. I don't know. but uh, Do you play any instruments? I'm okay at the piano. Oh. Where's this so you, going? Where's this so going? you can read music? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I can read it. Well, because we're looking for a worship pastor. Oh my goodness, no. There's no way that you would pay me to do this because you would be sorely disappointed. <laughs> We're well, paying like, this guy? <laughs> it's like, you know, no, I'll be beside you. I'll help you out. I'll do it. I'll do it all. Okay, you'll hum. You'll hum it. Sing. I just can't read music. Okay. Well, so you know. If you can read the music and tell me which note to sing. Dude, I've, ca I've karaoke'd with you. I know you can sing. Uh, yeah, if I've heard the song before. No, no, that's what I mean. You're really good at it. And then you karaoke all those karaoke songs that are like, you know, from the 70s or whatever. Yeah, I didn't know half the songs you were singing. Well, but, yeah. But you're doing a lot of like grunge 90s. I suppose that's true. Some Modest Mouse in there. That was difficult to sing. That Fly Away song, that's what it was. Fly away. Isn't that what you're saying? And we'll all fly away. Float on. We'll all float on. Float on all, all away. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's one of them. I'll fly away. Oh, Jesus. Right. I'll yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> all of a sudden, we broke into hymns. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be great. You could do it. The other half of it is like building the website, running the greeters ministry. Well, so far, I can do those things. I know, right? You can do half the job. Half the job? That's all you really need. As long as they pay me 100%. Oh, yeah. They're gonna. They're looking at this kid to yeah. bring in. Like He hasn't even graduated school yet, but they're like 99.9%. .9 all their eggs are in his basket. Are they... <laughs> Is he one of the guys that like plays the guitar with one hand and raises the other hand during worship? Oh, <laughs> no. He's, they're my favorite. We're like, wait a minute. He he purposely picked this song that he could just strum those <laughs> <laughs> preset. 
Uh, okay. Anyway. What's going on with uh, your little guy? You're trying to adopt a little man. I heard... I can't, I can't really talk about it. Nope. Um, he's his, the next court date is in March. So we're happy about that. That should be good news for us. Okay. That's all I can really say right now. Well, good. Yeah. So there's no bad news though. There is no bad news. Okay. How about, we're kind of like doing, uh, answers with Andy right now. The rundown. Yeah. What's going on with the burglars? Ah, the burglars. Did we talk about this at all on air? We did. Okay. All right. Um, is there any news? No. Okay. No. We got the insurance money. Uh, there, there's no way they're going to catch them. It was interesting. You know, you kind of tell people what they want to hear type of thing, like, to make them feel good. So, <laughs> it's you, you'll understand what I mean in a second. All right. So, there's these burglars. They're out. We live for, far away from where I work. We live, like, 25 minutes from where I work. So, there were burglars out there and didn't catch them or anything a few weeks later right there were burglars that were on like a foot pursuit with dogs and everything right next to the the woods where i work and they ended up killing these two guys because they ran and they like killed a police dog and everything oh gosh yeah like the police killed them yeah yeah and so my mom calls me up and she's like hey they you know they got those robbers probably the same guys and I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, what does she call you when she calls you? Doesn't she have, like, a pet name for you? No. <laughs> Doesn't she call you her little Boo Bear? No. <laughs> so she was like, hey, Boo Bear. Hey, Boo Bear, listen up. <laughs> I'm dropping some news on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she does not call me Boo Bear. Okay. I don't know where you – Proceed. You you just added that in on purpose. You didn't even I, think. I'm you pretty didn't sure think I have that. to go back and listen to the episode where we interviewed her. She I think does not know. She's like Andy. Andrew Boo Bear, sweetheart maybe. Mm. No, she says Andy. Sweetiekins? No, no. Mm. <laughs> anyway, she's like they're probably the same guys. Now you know they won't come back and rob you again. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, you, you're probably right, you know. And then I called up my sheriff's deputy friend, and I was like, dude, what are the chances that these are the same two guys? He was like, zero, zero percent chance. He's like, I was like, all right, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, don't you work across the river? I mean, I guess robbers can go across the river. but <laughs> You know, I get across the river. Live. No, I mean, I think I understand what river you're talking about. No, I don't. I don't. The work. one where you pump a lot of tain in New Orleans. <laughs> Are you talking about Tina? Is that what's happening here? I thought that was the same river that the Proud Mary Mis- goes on. The Mississippi River? I don't know. Yeah, it's no, I don't work across the Mississippi. No. I don't know what river the Proud Mary's on. <laughs> anyway. I just thought maybe you saw it. No. I don't see that. We see the Natchez. That's a steamboat. So, no, but so, okay. So, did you go to any pawn shops and like look for your stuff? No, I didn't. I went to Second and Charles, which is that like books a million, and I had them turn on the Xbox um, because I had a modded Xbox with a hard drive in it. And oh. So, it's fine. We're going to get a new TV for Christmas. Gotcha. So, so I went out to eat with my CEO because, and, this guy, 
the first thing he says basically is, so the burglary, huh? I heard somewhere that they uh, they tend to repeat where they hit. <laughs> is that is that true? And I was like, thinking to myself, why would you why would you ask that? Like that's a terrible question. Thanks, boss. I was. Uh, yeah, so we're expecting that. Uh, we've set traps. Are you traps. also firing me during this? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for taking me to lunch. I, w- I said, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. But I had heard that before. My mom was like, you know, as soon as they see a TV box outside their, your house, they'll hit you again. I was like, well, the joke's on them because we aren't buying a new one. So. <laughs> Dude, it's been it's been rough. It's been weird because we have this old like tube TV that has you know the VCR and the DVD player. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played Mario Wii, like Mario Brothers? Yeah, we have a Wii. Okay, and you've played the Mario game with four people. Uh, the racing one or or the I guess I've played both. Yeah, the the one that is like you have to save the princess. Like levels. Yes, levels. Yeah, that side is, scrolling. Yes. It is nearly impossible on a on a square tube TV. Well, and it also depends up, you know, if you're playing with children. Well, we can beat the game on our other TV, but this what? thing it's like we can't get anywhere. Oh yeah, dude, we got five twinkling stars. Well, I mean, I figured you could, but your girls can too. Oh yeah. That's the one game they're super good at. Because we, look, I'm telling you, when they started, they were awful. They couldn't even jump over a bad guy. Uh, but we've uh, we've practiced enough. It's great. It's fantastic. Good. So it's like kind of a champion. Champion uh, something that you've accomplished as a parent. Like winning. Right. Exactly. Yes. And stars. also, they're really good at Halo, too. What? Yes. They're always like, I shot you, Dad. I mean, I mean, I got you. I got you, Dad. Oh, yeah. Let's watch the <laughs> language, girls. <laughs> uh, they're very cute. Gosh. So I'm you just, have a lot going on. I'm just sad when my little guy grows up and he gets to play with them instead of me. There's only four players. Oh, well, yeah, but you just pick your least favorite and she doesn't get to play. <laughs> no, no, you rotate <laughs> out. <laughs> Yeah, but Daddy doesn't. Daddy always plays. <laughs> Listen, whoever wins rotates out. So, like, they try to win to finally beat me, and then, oh. like, they lose because they have to rotate out next game. That's how it is. And I'm not seeing Jackie as being a big Mario player. Or Halo. She is neither. Yeah. 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 She's tried. The girls have asked her, and she's like, nope, that's something with your dad. Very special. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys always have, you know, rabbits to cook and stuff, so she's probably busy. There are always rabbits to cook. Yes. Freezers freezers and freezers full of rabbits. Freezers to fill and rabbits to cook. To kill. No, you got to rhyme. Oh, okay. I, I See, I'm not good at the music thing. That, well, that, I didn't say you got to sing a jingle about it. Freezers to fill and rabbits to kill. Bop, bop. <laughs> That's awesome, man. See, we would be great. We should totally do this. I think we should stop what we're doing and do a comedy show. Uh, well, see, I don't know that anyone else thinks we're funny. See, not not stop this show. I meant just stop our lives. Oh. <laughs> just just our lives. And so you would come to Ohio then? Either way. You've yeah. never visited me. I know. I know you're going to say it. So uh, who are our sponsors? For Why this? are you changing the subject? <laughs> you should come down and visit. I won't make you do chores. I know you hate work. 
<laughs> I know you hate children. I, I won't hate children. No, I. <laughs> Your girls were great. They were so much fun. They probably will tell you a lot of. If you ask them, they'll tell you anything about me. It's crazy. Well, yeah, you raised honest kids. That's true. Too honest, if you ask me. Andy's got to go off to work, so now it's story time with Uncle Jared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls, gather round. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar if you tell me. (laughs) Shiny quarter behind your ear. (laughs) And not the clean ones, the ones with the dirt on them. Is this, okay, all right. I haven't asked you anything. What's going on in your life? Or do we, are we, are we not, what? I'm just not as exciting as you. So, but I knew that you had so many things. And usually when I text you, I know that you're so busy. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to get in a big, long discussion with him over text, so I'll just wait till the podcast. And well, that's very sweet of you. That's nice of you. It's it's considerate. It is considerate. That's the word that I should have yeah. used. Because I'm not, I'm not your son. You can't call me Sweetums. No. Because you said it was sweet of me. I was like, oh, I hear Bon Bon coming in, in through you. You know what? I accidentally told that straight to the CF, CEO's face too he was like and so i thought of you for this project and i said oh that's very sweet of you and then it, it got awkward he said and then you just slowly grazed his cheek with your <laughs> hand. <laughs> with that's, the back of my hand is that what sweet of you with the the palm of your hand no not this no time. no the back like the like oh. as if as if you were feeling whether he shaved because you were getting ready to slap him with <laughs> like, i don't want to hurt my hand so let me see if i no. Thanks for telling me that. It got weird real quick. He gave me a look, and I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's I... weird when the boss takes you out to eat, too. Like, oh, crap, I'm getting fired. <laughs> Are you poor? Or if you know you're not, it's like, who's paying for the lunch? Yeah, that's because true. Because if he is, I'll have the lobster. Okay, so he said, he was like, I'll pay for this. And I was like, no, 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 no. Then the next time I ask you to go to lunch, you're going to think that I want a free meal. And he's well, like, I'm going to pay for you. He was like, I, I won't think that. And then he was like, where do I leave my credit card? And I said, I know this trick. I'll just pay. <laughs> and he was like, no, seriously, where do I leave my credit card? So it got weird. It was weird. It was awkward. It, yeah, it sounds like it was a long lunch. And then, like, I tried to make a joke because they're expecting their fourth child. And he just put up a picture in his office after a year of his three kids <laughs> and so i was like why did you put up a picture of your three kids when now somebody's missing <laughs> and he i you know it didn't it didn't go over all that well i don't talk to him often does he listen to the podcast no no sir mm-hmm. no jokes on him i don't know <laughs> you you know, every once in a while, I'll get a text from somebody and be like, oh, I loved when you talked about this. I was like, what are you doing listening to this show? <laughs> Do not listen to this. Like, then I got to, like, that happened with my sister-in-law. That happened to a couple friends. That happened to people in the youth group. They were like, I was really interested on your take on this. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't. Don't don't listen to this. It's, it's got to be people outside my state. Well, and Mark listens to every episode, doesn't he? He told me. I don't know if he still does, uh, but, but he... Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a faithful listener, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't gotten any constructive feedback from him for a while, have we? No, and I expected it last time. We did get constructive feedback about the last... I, me- I mismixed the last episode, so it was stereo instead of mono. Mm. And so people were like, it was weird. I heard Jared out of one ear and you out of the other. Well, that's because we're on opposite sides of the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
I usually mix that down, but uh, I forgot to. So. Oh, so did people email you or call you or text you or carrier pigeons? What they do? It was carrier pigeons and Twitter and text. Uh, yeah. I try and get on Twitter, but I guess I just don't see those. Mess- I don't understand Twitter. I, I'm like a hundred years old. I, you know, Twitter is more straightforward than me, but it's like a room where you're just shouting and people may <laughs> shout back. Yeah. It's like the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. It's like, hey, hey, I'm having a hamburger. And like yeah. people hear you, but then like not many people respond because no one cares. But then people are like, oh, I want to know who else is having a hamburger. So I do a search for hashtag hamburger. Yeah, but still it's like a. But why? Yeah, but I don't understand why. Yeah. I, don't, I, t- I, I, I tweeted today. Because on your I, own account? No, on the M6P account. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Because I think, uh, do you remember the guy that we met when we did the live podcast who wanted to buy the shirt and he does karate? I talked to him. Yeah, we, we tweet back and forth all the time. He's the only person on Twitter I talk to. Yeah, I sometimes tweet back to him too. I thought I saw him at the gym this morning. Are you serious? <laughs> but I don't know if it's him or not, so I just tweeted, hey, do you go to Premier Fitness? <laughs> and what did he say? I don't know. I did it right before we got on here to record. Oh, okay. He usually hits it right back. He, it, that's Thrag. Um, oh, I forget. Yeah, his name's Dan, isn't it? Yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Dan Slot. No, no, not Scott. Cool. <laughs> That's it? That's your story? I thought you were going to check. Okay, well, we are Marvel 616 Politics, a comic book podcast. Thank you for tuning in and hearing about the oil and gas industry. Um, you can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. Visit our fantastic website, marvel616politics.com. And speaking of Twitter, you can tweet at us at 616politics. Good job, Andy. Over to you, bro. All Bounce right. pass. You can look at us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash marvel616politics. You can give us a call, leave us a message, ask us a question, or just leave a snarky comment. 616-755-TINA. Once you do that, we'll play it on the air. Uh, we don't do it live because... Who knows what McVicker would say. <laughs> you can also hit us up on YouTube and Instagram at Marvel616Politics. That's right. And our sponsor, visit our sponsor, DCBService.com. Discount comic book service. Go there. Get 40% off all your comics. All the ones that you care about. The Marvel ones. Why in the world would you pay cover price? And their sister site, In Stock Trades. They will have some Black Friday deals. So go to InStockTrades.com on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, which is a Thursday, which is this Thursday in 2015. Go there and uh, pick up some uh, some good deals. I don't know if they're Marvel. I tried to find out. I do know that they're having a deal off of uh, Dark Horse stuff. So if you're a fan of Hellboy or the old Star Wars stuff, uh, go for it. I was on their website today, dcbservice.com, and uh, they have all the number one issues of the all-new Marvel, all-new, all-different Marvel titles for uh, half off. They have a bundle for 50% off? What? Yeah, they have bundles, and then they have a Marvel Kids bundle. It was like all of them for $108. Like $108 sounds like a lot, but when you're getting like 30 or 40 books, 
That's a really good deal. Yes, that is an extraordinary deal. So, Who else are we sponsored by, Jared? We are also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Their website is www.crpsavings.com. The CRP stands for Community Retail Partnership. Is that what it is? And what they are is a discount service for Office Depot and Office Max. So what you do is when you get a CRP savings account, it's $39. It lasts you for a lifetime. You can go to any Office Depot or Office Max location, and everything that you purchase will be discounted for you. Uh, if you're not an in-store person, you can go online and purchase everything online for a discount. It's kind of like DCB service, but for office products. So whether it's a K-cup or a package of paper or pa- paper clips, um, even office furniture, it's going to be significantly discounted for you. Uh, they also have a top five program where you just let them know the five things you're going to order the most often, and they'll go in their system and discount those products even deeper just for you. So uh, it's definitely worth it. Most we've we've been told most uh, uh, the uh, orders that you place will pay for the membership after two orders. So it's a great deal. CRPSavings.com, and we're also sponsored by Michael Web Solutions at MichaelWebSolutions.com. Michael Web Solutions is the company that put together our website, uh, really helped us get our SEO uh, under control and, and to kind of figure out and do some, some troubleshooting. They build websites. They help get traffic to websites. Uh, they, they understand Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff. It's like a one-stop shop for all your SEO needs. So michaelwebsolutions.com. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. So you just want to hit it, man? Some State of the Union? Sure. I think that's what we should do, starting now. The State of Our Union. You know, that clip never gets old. I really think, I really like that. The State of Our Union. I wonder how many episodes we've been using that for. Because we used to run a show without bumpers. Uh, let me see if I can get the created on date. You know, Aaron Chappelle, shout out to him. He's the one that made this thing. Yeah, I just I just emailed him. I just Facebooked him a couple days ago, but I think he might be out of town. Really? Does he? He's still... Uh... Because otherwise, he's in trouble for not responding. Wow. Okay, easy. Okay, so February 26, 2011, I think, is when he created Holy this. Holy cow. Yeah, dude, five years ago. Five years ago. We should do like a... These are classics. They don't need to be updated. Well, I was going to say, like, by episode one... I mean, we're 12 episodes away. Yeah. the big 100. You know what I was hoping to do? I was hoping to do, like, a clip show and go through all of them and pick out, like, some of the the best topics that we talked about. (laughs) But that, like, you would have to listen to half, I would have to listen to half, and you would have to tell me, like what minute and everything to clip it'd be it'd be a lot of work well if you think each episode averages between two and three hours right yeah so let's just say at the low point two hours at the low we point. have we have a hundred hours each to listen yeah so that's uh it's <laughs> like four four five days that's a week okay maybe we could just like you know crowdsource other this? people to do it yeah yeah Jason Edwards. Jason. Step up, man. 
He would probably do it. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, State of the Union, why don't you lay some uh, news on me, and uh, we can hit on some Jessica Jones if you want to. Yeah, so uh, the State of the Union is when we hit up the latest Marvel news. Um, there hasn't really been anything interesting. Okay. I, right. I check the news sites probably four times a day. Holy moly, dude. I'm just constantly hitting refresh to make sure I've got the latest stuff. I want to make sure that we have the good stuff for our our followers, you know, on Facebook. I don't want to... So hey, do you, you do know. this from your phone or you do it from like a desktop or a laptop? My laptop. Okay, right on. Because, I mean, like when Spider-Man was announced as being part of the MCU again and, and we had an actor for it and everything, like we had it literally seconds after it was released and beat a ton of the big sites to it. And we had, I think we had like 11,000 people check that out. And it was awesome. So, it was impressive. Yeah, it was crazy. I think you, our, know what, I, well, you know what's also impressive? Let me interrupt you for just a second here. That you look so good and you are sitting on the couch hitting refresh all the time. <laughs> you don't know what I look like. I do know what you look like. What are you talking about? I'm wearing my Marvel pajama pants. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about your chiseled features. <laughs> You I don't can't know why see them under my marble pajama pants. I'm not talking about what's in your pants. I'm talking about your your stomach and your 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 <laughs> your your defined face and everything. When have you seen my stomach? <gasps> Haven't I? This is getting weird now. I feel like I'm your boss and you're gonna brush my cheek. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Like, didn't no, we? No, because like, you won't go in the pool. Didn't we change shirts in front of each other when we did the <laughs> Spider-Man thing? I don't think so. I mean, you maybe I did because I'm, you know, cool with that. That was yeah. a weird time because I was all like, we both went in the bathroom. Well, we went in the bathroom at separate times. <laughs> but then we came out and I'm putting <laughs> stuff all over your face. Yeah, that yeah that was odd. Yeah, you're right. Oh, good yeah. time. Well, something. It was fun. It was a we're off the topic, but that was a fun trip. It was fun. Okay, so Marvel news. And remember, you got drunk at that restaurant. That's not what. No, we almost drank dirt from the subway. What? We almost drank dirt out of the ice machine from Subway. Oh, no <laughs> one got drunk. Subway. What? It's like we didn't ride the subway in Chicago. <laughs> from the subway in Chicago, <laughs> we took the U. Oh. Anyway, go on, go on. Whatever. Yeah, so there hasn't been a much news, or at least there hasn't been any news that I thought has been interesting enough to post. It's okay, like, well, thank you and good night then. Uh, it's been awful. Like, for the past three weeks, I've had to do, like, all original content, and I try <laughs> to do four to five posts a day. Like, oh. So why do you think there's been no news? Just because we're so late on uh, <laughs> on Secret Wars? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the news has just been, like, a lot of previews. So, I mean, we do a we do a previews post. I know you don't get on Facebook every day, but every morning the first post on Facebook is a is a previews post. And uh, then we have another post at noon, one at four, one at eight, and then sometimes there's an eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock post. Wow. And, uh, so a lot of times we'll do different articles that will go back to our website or we'll um, you know, we have our top ten Tuesday, we've got our um, all new, all different uh, preview column that john dermine does we've got different features and things so we've been going we've been doing a lot of reposts as well because 
my thought was just, you know, we've had these great, great articles that we've had for years that have been posted. But once they were posted, you know, if you didn't see them, then you never saw them. So I've been doing a lot of reposting on Facebook to get those great articles from the past couple of years out. <clears throat> so that's been good. But uh, kind of the biggest news, I guess, is Marvel has a, announced the next blockbuster event. Woo! Right around the corner. By the time Secret Wars finishes, it'll almost be summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I don't know when this episode will come out. But today is Tuesday, November 24th, and Secret Wars number eight is scheduled to come out tomorrow. I can't wait. So that'll be good. And then Secret Wars nine will be out in like February. I don't know. But I hear what you're saying, man. So uh, it's going to be called uh, Assault on... Well, if this... Wait, are you serious about February? No, you're not, right? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Okay. All right. Um... This this event is called Assault on Pleasant Hill, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's to mark the 75th anniversary of Captain America. <sighs> but it's going to have to do with all three Captain Americas. There's going to be it's uh, supposedly it's going to re revolve around Steve Rogers, Cap Falk, and Bucky Cap. Wait a minute. What about the other guys that stood in for Captain America when he was gone, when he was on, on ice? Yeah, I mean, there could. I mean, you could have U.S. agent. You could have all kinds of people. I'm but talking about the World War II guys. You could have them as well. <sighs> okay. You could have, you know, American flag. She could show up. I don't know. But the premise is, <clears throat> uh, it, this is directly from the solicitation for uh, the one shot that comes out. Okay. Um, Hello there, and welcome, new resident. You've sure made the right choice in moving to Pleasant Hill, a friendly small town where burdens are lifted and the sun is always bright. So hide your eyes. Don't let it see you looking its way. Hide if you must. Otherwise, it will burn right through you. Pleasant Hill is the kind of place where folks look out for one another. Everyone knows who their neighbors are. But who are you, neighbor? It's very strange, but you did a nice read of it. Uh, thank you. Yeah, well done. Well done. We should clip that. that. We'll, we'll send it into your agent. You know, you'll get it a couple uh, spots. Well, I thought we could use it in the music ministry at church. Yes, Once I'm sure. Over. Yeah, that's good. Hide your eyes. God's watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it translates really well. So, it, but it's mostly going to be. It looks like it's going to be revolving around the Avengers titles only at right now. Uh, it's supposed to, because the collected edition has already been solicited on Amazon. What? So, what? If you know how to look the right way, you can often find a lot of the advanced, advanced, advanced previews. Wow, man, you're really good at this. So there's a. It's going to be Pleasant Hill Prologue, Assault on Pleasant Hill Alpha, Assault on Pleasant Hill Omega. Then there's Agents of Two Issues of Agents of Shield. Initial <laughs> Uncanny Avengers, two all new all different Avengers, three new Avengers, two Cap America Sam Wilson. Uh, oh, actually, two Uncanny Avengers. I'm sorry. Illuminati, Howling Commandos, and then there will be a spinoff in Uncanny Inhumans. Hmm. But then what they're saying is that this is just like a prelude crossover to the big crossover that is Civil War Two. <laughs> okay so okay let me get this straight 
when is Civil War coming out? Captain America Civil War. The May. Movie. Okay. So they're going to do the movie and then they're going to do a Civil War 2 after that? It could be around the same time because their May solic- solicitations have not been released. Okay, so when does this start? Uh, this starts, I want to say, in March. March, April, May. That'd be really... Uh... So it's kind of like a time runs out leading into? Possibly. Uh, there okay. was one piece of promotional, uh, one promotional image shown that said it was with Civil War II. And it had a picture of Cap Falk and I, I think it was Iron Man. I can't remember. It better be Iron Man. It better not be Steve. I'll, I'll hurt somebody. It was one of the two. Face. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Why? Okay. Are you excited about this? Well, I mean, I've had some time to digest it. I want to hear what your thoughts are from the initial, like, not knowing about this. Okay. Well, I saw the picture of the billboard, I guess, Pleasant Hill billboard, right, for the town. That, that was out. I think that was on the Facebook page, right? Yeah. A while ago. So, uh, you know, I'm down with a – I like events better than crossovers because obviously they're trying to draw you in to read all this. I don't want to read Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., man. And it makes me wonder why Howling Commandos is included and Illuminati also, which is a really – I. it was a really funky read, uh, Illuminati number one. So, okay, this is an Avengers crossover – I'll, I'll read it, but I can't – it just seems like there's something sinister and they end up having to fight the bad guy. It's probably like a neighborhood version of Axis. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not excited for it, but I'm not opposed to it either. It just seems – it seems silly. It's, I don't know. Like, even with something as bad as fear itself – you know, at least the build-up to it, I was kind of like, this could be interesting. I almost think Fear Itself was better than Axis, don't you think? Oh, that's... I don't know. Axis was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. But I, but even the, the build-up to Axis, I was really excited for, but... Oh, not me. to Pleasant mm. Hill, I'm not excited for. Welcome to Pleasant Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'll give it a shot. I'm uh, I'm not optimistic, but I'll give it a shot. I know some people were complaining because it it breaks them out of of buying. You know, if they're just buying Captain America, Sam Wilson, and they bought the first six issues, but then seven and eight are part of this crossover, either they don't buy those two issues and start back up at nine, or they pick or they do pick up seven and eight and try and figure out what's happening, or they have to buy everything to figure out what's going on. Well, that's the argument for crossovers all the time, right? Well, but then you look at others, Axis and Civil War. Those... Yeah, those, those aren't crossovers. Those are events. Well, this is labeled as Marvel crossover blockbuster Avengers event. Uh. The solicit says the prelude to this, spring, this spring's blockbuster Avengers event. Hmm. No. No, they're changing the definitions. So, I don't like it. But maybe is that is the solicitation saying that this one shot is the prelude or Avengers standoff Welcome to Pleasant Hill is the prelude to Civil War 2. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's all semantics. They're <laughs> anti-semitic. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know if that's true. But interesting that what's not in here, right? Okay, so Ms. Marvel, she's not in here. Uh, Iron Man's not in here. Thor's not in here, right? Mm, yeah. Um, Vision, he's not. What other books was these Scarlet people? Witch, Hawkeye, Spider Woman, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Squirrel Girl. I'm trying to think who's all Avengers. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, who's on these teams, right? Yeah. Scarlet Witch right uh, so you know this is all your team books which is fine they're probably the biggest sellers probably better than solo titles right yeah well let's look at this real quick okay so agents of shield i'm not going to be reading that i can't stand that kind of stuff um uncanny avengers maybe all new all different avengers probably new avengers no way I can't do it, man. I stopped after two, like halfway through number two. That's the one with Songbird and Hulkling, right? I like Songbird, but that yeah, that story and that art is just awful. So, Uncanny Avengers, that's, you know, the art on that's terrible, too. Did you read Uncanny? We'll get to this, but did you read Uncanny Avengers um, Annual? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Illuminati, I don't know. It's going to take a miracle for me to stick with that the way the <laughs> number one was. And Howling Commandos, it looks like a fun read. but And Uncanny and Humans, I'll probably be reading that too. So I'll be reading most of these books, but I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to feel compelled enough to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 3 and 4 and New Avengers 8 through 10 no. to, to, to jump aboard with this. No. Well, and, and some people, like I, going back to why I said, you know, reading and then having these, these issues that you have to decide whether to get them or not. You know, with with all the books just having started, all at number ones, it seems kind of premature to already jump right in to to flip it in on their sides. You know, kind of maybe let them get their legs under them. Well, that's probably why they're double shipping a lot of them. I mean, look, you're talking about number seven, number ten, Agents of Shield, number three. You know, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, that's not a big seller. So that's probably why they're doing that, and that's why they're not double shipping that book. Well, I think that's probably why Howling Commandos is in there. Who's going to buy Howling Commandos besides you? I, I actually really enjoyed the first one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking about this turnaround and how we're back at the original numbers and everything. Um, I think that I'm sold in this point in my life on why this is an okay idea <laughs> at this point in my life yes yeah because because i have almost no time for the next two years while i do this mba unless things really change and classes become a whole lot easier so i feel like i can pick up these core books the ones that i'm interested in with the characters that i'm interested follow them and I can drop them and be okay because I know that around issue 24, issue 36, they're going to wrap. And then when I'm able to have that time, then there'll be, you know, between now and then, there's probably going to be two new rounds of number ones. And I can pick those up and not miss a whole lot. Because when you think about two years, it's only 12 issues. I mean, I mean, it's only 24 issues. Man, it's so sad when you put it in perspective. Well, you know what I mean? Like, how much am I really missing if I decide, okay, well, I don't I mean, want to read. because the books are all, they all will renumber every two years. Well, yeah. You know? But 
if if people's reading habits right now are like mine, then you really are showcasing a whole lot more of your uh, solo characters. Like Howard the Duck's not gonna last, right? But so if I if if I was forced to drop that book, if I was reading it, and I'd be like, oh man, I don't really do this because I want to keep up on what's going on because I know he's gonna be a key player later on. He's not because his book is gonna wrap, and then they're gonna bring up, you know, Mister or Wonder Man. And by the time I'm done all my classes, I'll be like, oh, Wonder Man, he's kind of cool. That's fine. I'll pick up his number one. <laughs> You're not going to pick up Wonder Man number one, are you? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this already? Yeah. Tigra. Tigra. <laughs> A Wonder Wonder Man and Tigra you know, duet book. I would love that book. <laughs> you know, but like, uh, you know, Patsy Walker. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to choose because, look, right now I'm contemplating whether or not to stick with Captain America Sam Wilson. I already dropped it. Did you really? Okay, because I was going to ask you what you thought of that. Because to me, I love Nick Spencer's stuff, but it just is not working for me on this book. I've read three issues, and he is kind of like, you know, he's kind of jokey. He kind of pokes fun at stuff. But Captain America book is supposed to be a serious book. It's supposed to be like, what does this upright, upstanding person do no matter what? And it's just mixing your tones and your themes. And, you know, if I drop it, I don't think I'm mix- missing anything. I don't think you are either. I don't think you're missing a lot if you drop a lot of books, honestly. Because for the current events section, when I was trying to come up with stuff, it's like, holy cow, I have not read very many new books since uh, All New Marvel started. Hmm. all right anything else on pleasant hill no no um two more news items uh i forgot to put one of them down for you uh i forgot as we were talking marvel did announce a mockingbird solo book i'm I'm down with that so who's writing it and actually okay so do we know who's writing a pleasant hill prologue and omega like Alpha and Omega? Um, Nick Spencer. Huh. Huh. Okay. Who's writing The Mockingbird? Off the top of my head, I do not remember. <laughs> okay. But there is a writer. Oh, good. <laughs> it's not just some monkey on a typewriter. Well, I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> let's Let's not count our chickens before they're hatched. But it's just like it's another one of those, to me, my impression was, oh, 12 to 18 issues. Yes. And what I'm telling you is that I'm finding some comfort in that fact, that I can be confident that that is probably what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I'm good with that because I read Spider-Woman number one. I'm like, you know what? Not my cup of tea. I see (laughs) what they're trying to do. Yeah. I can drop it and I don't miss a whole lot of her history. It's a fluff book that hardly anything's going to stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I but... think that some writers have staying power with what they do and some don't. So I te- even if I don't like the characters, I tend to read more those writers because I know what they write matters. Like, uh, like a Hickman. I think so. I'd like to believe so. Like a Hickman or a Remender or somebody like that. Right. I mean, and actually, you can make an argument for Soul, too. Charles Soul. Yeah. Well, and they're typically put on books that 
quote-unquote matter. Right, exactly. Instead of showcasing characters and showcasing new upcoming writers type of thing. When we had discussed either, I think it was two episodes ago, how these are basically just limited series or maxi series. They're just not called those things. Right, exactly. So I think if you know that going in, you can mentally adjust. Yeah, I have not made that adjustment quite. <laughs> okay, what other piece of news? Um, the Jessica Jones. It came out on Friday. On, uh, I'm sure you've watched every episode so far, right? I have not started. Then how in the world are we going to talk about this? I just wanted to get your impressions and, and if, you know, just your your first off thoughts. Oh. Uh, the series as a whole was amazing. Okay. I was... Uh, I liked it better than Daredevil. Really? Wow. Yeah. I see. And Daredevil, but you know, Jennifer and I are going through Daredevil right now and I'm seeing it totally differently because the first time when Daredevil came out, I can remember like, um, I went to the gym that morning. I worked out as fast as I could. I got home. I took the bowl chair that we have. I put it in front of the TV. I hooked up Netflix and I stayed there. And I like I skipped. Um, we were supposed to go to Jennifer's family and have dinner, and I didn't go to that. And like it was just I, what I did is I made it a job because I wanted to make sure I wasn't spoiled, and I wanted to make sure if there's anything I needed to have on the on our Facebook or our website that that content was there because I experienced it firsthand. Gotcha. And it sucked all the fun out of it. I just mm. did not like it. So I'm watching it now with Jennifer. We're on episode ten, like. This is pretty good. So I do like Daredevil better now, but watching Jessica Jones the first time through, not as a chore, you know, yeah. but as just something to appreciate. Uh, yeah, it took me two days, but I was able to do it leisurely. Like I could do three episodes and then do something else and come back for two. And I found myself wanting to watch the next episode, whereas Daredevil, I didn't. Huh. But, um, Interesting. I also think, too, like the content, you know, Daredevil was like a mobster movie, was like a 13-hour mobster movie. I've never really liked mobster movies, so I think that was probably part of it, too. Uh, Jessica Jones was more of like a, well, I mean, she's a detective, so it was kind of like a detective crime piece that you had to kind of put some pieces together, mix in with a bunch of uh, side stories, and there were there were quite a few Marvel characters in Jessica Jones that were a little, little bit more popular than, you know, some of these, uh, some of the people in Daredevil. But uh, it definitely, it definitely uh, deserved to be on Netflix because it would not have been approved for ABC or a PG PG rating. Gotcha. Uh, there was definitely there was quite a bit of uh, sex in the show, and uh, the language was. I just don't talk like that, <laughs> you know. Other people do, and that's their prerogative. But I don't do that, so I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> was the language worse than Daredevil? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I had an interesting conversation with Jen Capelli. I kind of saw some of that, yeah. Facebook. And it was she was just like, I can't believe you made it through the first episode. And I just explained, just because it's something that I don't do, you know, I don't, I don't do cocaine either. 
but I'll watch a, a movie in which maybe a character does cocaine or whatever. It doesn't mean like, doesn't mean that I need to put my stamp of approval on it or I'm going to do those things either, but I can still watch it as uh, something that is a piece of entertainment. Interesting. What, what Can you share her response or was that it's, it's a personal conversation? Oh, no. She, I think she was just like, okay, but still. <laughs> I think it was some <laughs> of that. Yeah. But, um, it was cool to, you know, I won't give any spoilers, but it was really cool to see Luke Cage on the screen. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to the Luke Cage series. That's going to be great. And they're they're thinking, they're talking that it might happen this summer. Oh, really? Wow. Awesome. Because Daredevil Season 2 is scheduled next for around April-May time frame. Yeah, because I kind of wondered how they were going to do that. If they were going to go through all four of them and then bring them back for Season 2, or if they're just going to... Because it seems like... I don't know. Like my mindset is, well, what time slot you're gonna fit them in? You can't have too many going on at the same time. But I guess that's not true. And then also, what I was thinking is, like, how can you keep track of continuity? Like, what's going on? You know, like you would have to have a reading order or a watching order because everything is released all at one time, and you can look at the back catalog. And it's not like, oh well, this year this came out over the course of these weeks because it's all released at one time yeah so you would have to have okay you got to watch daredevil season one then you got to watch jessica jones then daredevil season two then luke cage then <laughs> you know it's i don't know it was it kind of kind of threw me for a loop yeah i know their original plan was that it was going to be you know daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist defenders but then they said that the daredevil rate that netflix will not release the rating but somebody came up with some sort of algorithm to figure out what they could guess the ratings were. And it looked like it was one of their biggest debuts and most watched series of all time since Netflix had started. Wow. So I think that is what fast tracked daredevil because it was 11 days after daredevil premiered. They announced daredevil season two for the following year. Shoo, man. So now my brother-in-law works for Netflix. I'm gonna, I, I have what? to, I have to figure out. I have to see if he's a mathematician for Netflix. Whoa. I need to ask him what the ratings were. But the problem, but the we, problem is I never talked to him. So out of the blue, it'd be like, "Hey man, do me a flavor." Ooh, don't do me a flavor. <laughs> That's weird. Just brush his cheek with the back of your hand. Yeah, that won't Say, be. Give us numbers. Not, that's not strange at all. Hello, how are you? Yes, can you give me the good, good? How sweet of you. Hmm. So what? What? Uh, I mean, are you going to be watching Jessica Jones? Yes, but I don't know when because this is not one that I think that Miss Jacqueline will watch with me. I don't think it is either. Yeah. So, and I don't get much time to myself where I'm not doing school. So I don't know where I'm going to watch this or when. Yeah. You know. Is it so. uh, is it uh, is it exciting to like? Are you looking forward to it? Okay, here's my feelings about it. I like the Alias book. Also, there were lots of stuff in there that made me really cringe, and so I'm kind of nervous to watch this because I like some of that stuff is like oh oh no no, yeah. and uh, I can imagine how it could be portrayed on the big screen and. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of nervous. 
Well, like yeah. Daredevil, I was totally excited, right? Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, wow, this is really violent. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then, like, with Jessica Jones, I, was, I, I, I can see how – with how violent Daredevil was and how dark it was because there were a lot of things I cringed there, but I didn't expect it. So, like, the anticipation of this, it's, it, it could be really tough, man. Yeah. I think, I think Daredevil was more violent – but Jessica Jones definitely has more language and a ton more sexuality. Yeah, but I heard that there was like some gruesome parts too. So like that's kind of making me nervous as well because I, you know, some of that stuff is like, uh, and the whole idea between I don't. This is not a spoiler because we all know Mr. Purple what his power is like him making other people do stuff. That really like messes with my head because like you put yourself in that 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 person's shoes and you're like oh, you can't fight that and you're going to end up hurting somebody else, yourself. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it gets to me. Like that guy specifically gets to me. Well, he will get to you in the show. He is, That's... To, to me, he's up there with like Loki in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is such a good, not a good, just a bad, bad, bad villain. Yeah. He just has, he has depth and he has character and he's, you know, I know that, like, Red Skull and uh, Malekith, you know, they were kind of very one-dimensional. They weren't yeah. really fleshed out. And, I, you know, they appeared in, in, in two-hour movies. You know, he's got 13-hour-long episodes to, to flesh himself out. So, but I think, you know, the build-up to him appearing, the stuff that he did, he felt... You could tell the characters were afraid of him. They were intimidated by him. And uh, it's like, man, this guy is bad. <laughs> him and Loki together. Woo. How, how did uh, Kristen Ritter do? Well, see, I never just... read Alias. I, okay. bought, I bought the... There's two Ultimate Editions. And I bought the second Ultimate Edition. But I don't want to read it without the first one. So, right. So I don't really... You know, outside of New Avengers, when she was a part of that team... I don't have a ton of background with her character. Sure. But um, she was very unlikable. So yeah. Jessica Jones is very unlikable. She It's it's interesting because she's not a character that you find yourself always rooting for. Like, I want her to win. You're like, oh, gosh, you know, she annoys me too. Maybe she kind of deserved that or that should have happened to her or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Whereas Daredevil... You know, you were rooting for him. He's the he's blind, and he's fighting for truth and justice against a, a corrupt system that looks like it's not corrupt, and he looks like he's the bad guy. You know, yeah. So you could really, you were really just rooting for for Foggy and and for Matt to just win this and and save the you know the tenants from the evil landlord and and that kind of stuff, but. And Jessica Jones, you're like, oh, I'm so glad she got punched her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she just has such a bad attitude. Gotcha. But the actress did that well? She pulled it off well? Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, I only had uh, previous knowledge of her from um, Don't Mess With the Blank in Apartment B or whatever on ABC. Uh -huh. And I just, I think I saw like half of an episode and i didn't know she was in that uh i saw her in 
she was like a backup character in Gilmore Girls, and she was a backup character in uh, uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, I didn't watch either of those. Yeah, well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did good, but I think Luke probably stole the show. Oh, really? Just in like when he appears and the stuff he does, that's Luke Cage. You see, that is perfectly translated from the page to the screen. See, now I'm more excited because I really like his character. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That it did did I well, I guess that'd be spoilers. Um okay, I'm good. And I, but you know, I think if uh I think this is probably the one that most people are least looking forward to, just honestly. Like everyone knows Daredevil. They understand Ben Affleck and they wanted something good for that. Luke Cage has been you know, saying sweet Christmas since 1970s. They, they, you know, he was one of the first African-American <laughs> heroes after Black Panther. And then Iron Fist is just freaking cool, you know? Right. So right. those three were announced, and then Jessica Jones. <laughs> like, oh, a, a girl who hits people and can kind of fly and has a bad attitude. So I think they really, Marvel had the most to prove with this series, and I think they did it. So it's kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy of the TV series? So far. I mean, we haven't seen Luke Cage in Iron Fist. Maybe they'll totally stink, but I just had the least amount of expectations for this one. Gotcha. And there's, like I said, you know, there's more characters in there from the Marvel Universe that show up, and some that you don't find out are actually Marvel Universe characters until episode 12 and 13. Oh, oh really? That's cool. But there were a lot of characters that are less well known, that aren't as well known, that they changed their uh, racial makeup or they changed their gender. Full do you story. think? Do you think it was jarring? No, because they're so such unknown characters that like there's a there's a lawyer in Jessica Jones, and this lawyer is in, and you might not even know this lawyer. It's like such a E or F list character um, that's in the comics and they made the lawyer a different gender for the show. Not a huge deal to me, but it just, it was interesting that there were about four characters that they changed the gender or the, the uh, racial makeup of. I wonder why they did that. I don't know if maybe they just wrote the parts and when people tried out, this person was really good or, or what. Huh. Okay. All right. You ready? Move on? Yeah. Let's do it. Current events. Current events. Yes. I mean, who doesn't who doesn't like current events? Right? I mean, right? So, basically, for current events, what I was hoping to do is there's so much new stuff coming out. There's so much stuff um, to talk about. Let's just do a grab bag, man. Why don't you throw a topic at me that you thought about, or I can go first, either one. Something that really caught me that I was like, huh, I wonder what Jared thinks about this. And then we discuss it, and we see how far we get. I mean, I got I got a list of them that we're not going to get to. So, But maybe some will be fast. Who knows? Oh, I've got four. So... <laughs> Okay, well, I got like 10 or more. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't read your agenda very well. 
No, that's fine. That's fine. So then once I did read it correctly, like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you'll come up with stuff as we go. Um, Okay, the first thing I wanted to hit you with is Secret Wars 2. Whoa, we're really going back. Okay, not number two, the best book of the year. Uh, no, Secret Wars <laughs> 2, the <laughs> the T-O-O issue. Yeah. Okay. I read the first one, the first story that Hickman wrote in it. Did you read this? I, I did. Okay, this, this gave me pause. <laughs> and it made me very scared. Because at first I was like, this has got to be a joke. This has got to be a joke. Like, it's the whole time it's like inside Marvel headquarters and Hickman's pitching his thing, uh, his story for Secret Wars, and he's like, so that's basically it. And then somebody stands up. I don't know who that character was supposed to be. Stands up and he says, okay, we're doing, everybody's closing their book, everybody's canceling their book. This is, a, you know, everything, a whole line, uh, Marvel books is going to bow down to Secret War and kind of go with this. And he's like freaking out in his head because he's like, I don't have an ending, I don't have an ending. How do I tell him I don't have an ending? And so basically he's talking to Axel Alonzo and Tom Brevort and he's like, listen, I don't have an ending. And they said, well, you'll rise to the occasion. Or if you don't, you're not going to work for Marvel anymore. And he's not on any Marvel book (laughs) after Secret Wars. And so like, I was like, I know this is supposed to be a joke and I know that they wouldn't publish this if it wasn't a joke. And I'm sure they have a good ending, but like, what if this whole thing is a giant letdown and he's just like, you know what? I'm done. It's too much pressure. I can't do it. I'm really scared. Of how it's going to end? Yeah. Well, I think just based on first, you know, Marvel's totally cool with releasing all new, all different, basically almost every all new, all different title will have been released before the end of secret wars. Right. Right, which does not bode well. Hey, look over here at the new stuff. Don't don't worry about this thing fizzling out. Because it doesn't matter. Because look at all new, all different Marvel. How many brand new, like radically different things are going on, and how many things are just basically returned to the status quo with maybe a little alteration here? I don't think there's many things that have changed at all. No. So I. So it's kind of like I think. I think Secret War really started out strong, and it was awesome. And then it just got delayed and delayed, and I started to lose interest. And now, knowing that most of the stuff hasn't changed, I'm super uninterested in it ending. Like, who cares? And then combine that with books that are still being released from secret wars like ultimate end isn't hasn't come out yet and oh you're right oh my goodness it hasn't no and there's other not all the books have been released but i'm just super don't even care i care even less about them like thor's four came out last week like oh i i forgot that it hadn't wrapped up i guess i'll read this i know i kind of skimmed through it it was silly (laughs) yeah This is it's it's really bumming me out, bro. It is because I mean, didn't don't you feel like it's when it started off, it was just amazing. Yes. It yes, I do feel that way. I thought issues two and three and four were top notch, and 
Then it started jumping around. Too much stuff started getting late. And I hope they learn a lesson from this. But then again, Marvel kicked DC's butt in the October numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. Destroying them. So maybe they didn't learn a lesson. Well, even in the last issue of Secret Wars, was that seven? Yeah, Secret Wars seven. You know, the various rulers of domains, Madeline Pryor and Maestro and Apocalypse, they all show up to take down Doctor Doom. But if you read their their individual titles, who are these people? Yeah. You know, Apocalypse died. Maestro is, is stuck in Dreamland or whatever. Right. Well... Whoa, who, when did this happen? Oh, <laughs> it just so doesn't sad. even make sense. So, okay, I was going to ask you something else about this. You know how we have a jump eight months? Yes. Okay, between the end of Secret Wars and all new, all different? Yes. Is that the same eight months that we skipped in Time Runs Out? And Time Runs Out? You remember how that jumped ahead eight months? Oh, no, that's different. Are you sure that they're not tied together at all? Yeah, because at the end of Time Runs Out is when the the worlds finally collided and everything was gone. So what, I, what I'm thinking, though, is that maybe secret at the end of Secret War, we go back before that eight-month jump in Time Runs Out. Like, everything is reset to right before then and then those other stories don't matter yeah but But those other stories everything else caught up so like the only thing that doesn't matter is the you know avengers and new avengers during that time with them hunting down the the illuminati i don't i don't see the purpose in them doing that okay so you think it's just a coincidence that it's both eight months and eight months? Well, I mean, what would be the purpose in them doing that? Maybe there's a definitive, this is where it goes back to. I, I, I guess they could. Did you just call me Hank? I said, I guess, I guess they could. You said, Hank, listen. I didn't even say the word listen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Wait, did you just I'm... call me Hank? <laughs> no, I was taking a drink. Oh. Hank was taking a drink. <laughs> okay. All right. So what did you think when you read that Secret Wars 2 story? Um, that I just wasted 12 minutes of my life. <laughs> it took you 12 minutes to read six uh, six pages? No, I did the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, actually, I read the first two stories and the X-Men story, and the other ones I just looked at, and like, uh, these don't even count. No, they don't. They don't. I knew they wouldn't count, but I guess I thought they would be funny. <laughs> they weren't funny. All right, your topic. So, okay, let me pull up my list here. Um. Okay, All New Wolverine. Okay. Did you read All New Wolverine? I did. Okay. So couple of questions actually three of them okay but i'll ask you two first and then the third one because you okay you may have to remind me let me uh let me tell you because it was not memorable (laughs) well what do you think about the young x-men still being here and more importantly 
Angel having gone through the black vortex being a permanent change. Okay, all right. I can answer these questions. <laughs> See, they're not so hard. <clears throat> this is crazy. Okay? This is nuts because did you read Uncanny Avenger Uncanny and Humans number 2? Yes. Okay. So time travel in the Marvel universe. You have the all new X-Men who they come and everything's fine and they don't erase history or anything. So we know that they go back, right? We know that they go back eventually because they have to because in Uncanny and Humans, yeah. They start deleting people yeah okay so like you have two different ways that time travel works in these books and so it's i i do not like that in x-men uncanny x-men number 600 it did not wrap up and send them back or at least give us a thing and also the angels change i don't like that he changed either like that's a permanent thing like that doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Like for Gamora, sure, why not? Whatever. Yeah. And maybe Kitty Pride. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. But for Angel, it's like okay. Well, now he's got his own version of uh, you know Archangel. But do we even know where the original Warren is? He's still like brain dead somewhere, right? Yeah, he totally died in Uncanny X Force, and then the that other war angel thing with the the wings and the thinking he's a real angel came out but that is not warren worthington so is he dead yeah i thought that he since then he was in wolverine the x-men and he was just a like kind of a goofy dude like but that's not warren worthington that's something someone something else that came out of the seed this is su- it's such a mess, dude. It's such a mess. I don't know why Marvel is doing this because it's you can't keep track of these things. Well, why is like if they were trying to rejuvenate their characters, let's say, if they were just trying to make them younger, it seems like there would be a better way to do it than just a a piecemeal, well, we're going to swap this guy out and we're going to swap this guy out, but now Logan's super old and now we're going to we're going to bring Jean Grey back. She's going to be but she's young but there's still an older Iceman around. It it just is not working for me, you know? I hear you. But- and you know what? This all-new Wolverine costume, it looks like pajamas. <laughs> it's yes. awful. It is awful. But we talked about that. The the um, When did we talk about that? Did we? About how Marvel is just like, well, we're just not going to explain this. Like when we were talking about Thor. There's just a female Thor, but we're not going to explain why Jane Foster was on the moon and really what happened to make Thor unworthy. Just I would I would Thor. like I would like to think that Aaron, Jason Aaron will come back to that eventually cuz he said that he is still telling his one big story ever since God Bomb uh since Thor number 1. But, you know, maybe he's just saying that, who knows. I just want just tell it's different because, like, you know, when Chris Claremont would write, you know, he's on a book for, you know, 10 years at a time. So he might leave a dangling cliffhanger opening, but eventually he'll get to it if it's something that big. But just, yeah, Thor's not worthy, but we're not going to tell you why or what he did 
or what was revealed or what you know what the watcher revealed and what the heck jane foster was doing walking on the moon when she can't breathe because she's just a human and has cancer and suddenly is worthy and picks up the hammer and it's thor just accept it that's too much for me yeah yeah i agree i agree i i don't like i'm fine with changes i'm fine with character changes but it seems like the the angel wings thing yeah it's borderline uh but it just seems so trivial like it's very arbitrary well we need to change this character we need to differentiate them him from the other remaining young x-men so you know i don't i don't know i don't see the purpose it's just like well let's just tell the story (laughs) no it has to make sense guys it's it's so much bigger than you know um you know, well, back in Uncanny X-Men 183, Archangel specifically said he doesn't like great bubblegum. And now he's chewing great bubblegum. That doesn't make sense. This is a lot bigger than that. <laughs> you know? And I know you blame Axel Alonso for this, right? I do, because he's just kind of... Acting. And I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the heart of the matter here. That, like, you do think that the buck stops with him. It does. It, it stops with, you know, you know... Maybe this is a bad analogy because I'm not trying to be political, but you know our foreign policy stops at our president. You know the the people and processes that happen at your company stop at your president. This is Marvel's president, so it stops with him, and he seems to have a very nonchalant attitude about things like continuity and just doing whatever the heck feels good at the moment. What, this seems kind of cool and radical and diverse. Let's throw this up on the wall and see if it sticks and don't really worry about the last 50 years. Now, I know somebody, this is nitpicking, but he's not the president, right? He's the editor-in-chief? He's the editor-in-chief. Okay, all right, because they do have a president of the actual company, not the... Uh, Dan Buckley. Dan Buckley, he is? He's, he's the not, publisher. He's he's the publisher? Okay. He has been for quite some time, right? Yeah. Okay. But he hasn't changed. It wasn't like this under Casada. No, you are right. You, you know are what right. Mean? Absolutely. So, what was your second question? Am I cool with them being here in his wings? I'm cool if it's good stories if they make sense. But they're telling two different timeline stories, and time works differently. And it kind of seems like a big deal to me. Yeah. You know. So, is it alternate? And that kind of. Let me just drop this in real quick spider woman number one you didn't read that did you oh gosh i read it today okay well just one thing about it she says altern alternate universe caffeine is still caffeine right yeah and she says oh gwen stacy so that means because i was like how is gwen back in the 616 and i was like oh she's in the whatever marvel 65 or 67 or whatever it is so can they just go back and forth or is this like a funny haha book that we're not supposed to be taken seriously like uh like um squirrel girl's book and and you know like what are the rules here and that's it i don't think they've been there aren't any right now yeah i don't like that there's no i don't think i don't think many readers do like that i think when you read a comic book and when you get into a continuity like people who are really steeped in uh any form of of media like whether it be star wars or star trek 
You say, well, wait a minute, that can't happen because here are the rules that you outlined for me and you defined for me and now you're breaking them. You're going to have to explain why. Like, I remember when uh, the, the uh, Phantom Menace came out and everybody was like, why didn't Qui-Gon Jinn disappear when he died? Like, he's a Jedi, right? Like, it was a big question. And they had to, like, I've heard several people come up with their own explanation. Well, he didn't because of this, or he didn't because of this. The point is, people want an explanation. And so if you just say, ah, do what you want, you have, you're going to lose readership. Nobody's going to feel loyal to anything that can change at any time. Yeah, I think you said it very well. There have to be some sort of rules in place. Because otherwise, it without... As much as people don't want rules, without rules, you only have chaos. That's why we have laws. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, what was your other questions? You said you had three. Man, well, now I'm just upset about Spider-Woman because that title just put me in a bad mood this afternoon when I read it. It was so <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's not It's not the best. It's just tragic. It seemed like it should have been a Squirrel Girl, Howard yes. the Duck book. Yeah, yep, you're right. Groot, Rocket Raccoon, put them all together. And that can just be it. And that's fine. They can totally be separate, but they just go back and forth in the waters of the 616 and everything else. Well, see, that's why I'm very disappointed to see the, that S.H.I.E.L.D. is in the Pleasant Hill thing. Because yeah. that that is derived from the TV show, which is not the 616. All of a sudden, we're seeing characters in the 616. Uh, well, anyway. Colson has been around for a couple years since Battle Scars. Yes, but not the other ones, not Fitz and Simmons and the and the, the, the Calvary. Ooh, look at you, Agent May. Yeah, thank you. I was looking for it. <laughs> okay, so thinking about Angel and and Laura's relationship in All New Wolverine. Yes. Would you be able to date a female clone of your friend? man uh, that gets into like moral issues could i do it if i was like <laughs> if there was no moral or ethical issues and there was no like yes i could but yeah how about weird factor no i okay man, okay here's gonna, here, all right so this is gonna this is gonna sound terrible man you and i are best friends we're hanging out or whatever and i'm like hey i want you to meet my female clone you meet her and you're like, yeah, she's cute. I would, you know, I would be like, wait, what? It's just me with long hair and boobs. You know? And then you're like, no, I'd really like to take her out for some coffee. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, wouldn't that just be weird? Okay, two things. First off, has... 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 Uh, Angel met Logan from his time yet? No. Okay, so there's that. Let's just throw that out there. Okay, so in continuity, we can get away with it. Well, let's say real life. <laughs> Isn't that just awkward? It is extremely awkward question because 
then you get into like what is love and what does love have to do with sexuality and oh i all didn't that. mean to go that deep with well you know what i'm talking about like okay well if you love your best friend and i would want to spend all the time that doesn't mean i'm physically attracted to that person but i i don't know i don't know i don't know that's why i said well it brings in all these morals and ethics issues and it anyway how about you uh, no, I just think it would be weird. I'd be like, Andy, yes, you're a good-looking guy, but I don't feel like I should be dating your female clone. <laughs> you know? It's a, it's a good thing we're married before this happens in technology. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. It just... It, you know what weird. makes it doubly weird? You didn't use any of my other friends. You used the person I'm talking to right now. Okay, so, well, I don't know how many other friends you have. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fine. Okay, Eric, you know? Okay. <laughs> I don't think he would make a cute girl. <laughs> <I don't either>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To listen to this one. What is your other question? Those were my questions for Aldi Wolverine. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm done. All right, let's, uh, let's hit... Let, let me ask you this. Okay. Let me just let me just throw this out there. Are there any good Avengers titles? No. <laughs> no. It's so sad. It is so sad. Okay, I'm glad that you felt the same way. Did you read All New, All Different, number one? Yeah. Okay, what did you think about that? I was just uh, under-excited. <laughs> That's not the right word I'm looking for. Underwhelmed? underwhelmed i guess i was trying to you know i really like mark wade i know this yep. is going to be the we're friends we talked to him <laughs> in the hallway this is the flagship title the main one and i was like really yeah that's kind of how i felt too it felt very stilted like hey i want to take you back to days of yore with comics and you know i i know that his writing is he's very good but it's not necessarily readily accepted because he is more of a thoughtful writer, um, but not technical as far as um, as far as Hickman. You know, not like painting a giant historical yeah. canvas type of thing. But he wants to take us back to what makes comics good. That's what the feeling I got. But it was just like he was trying to get to a bigger audience and it, and it did not work. Well, we had talked about this team. We've talked about this team for a long time. And we kept going back and forth about, you know, is this, was this Mark's doing? Did he put this group together? Or was this editorially mandated? Take all the exciting, new, flashy, uh, diverse characters and put make them the Avengers. Right. And I think now happened. Will you continue? Well, let's say... If you take out the whole idea of these people shouldn't be Avengers because when the planet is in trouble, you're not going to call these people, oh, right? Oh, goodness. No way. <laughs> okay. So, like, the planet is doomed. <laughs> so, But if you take that out of it, are you going to continue reading this book? Like, are you going to continue reading this book? And then also, would you choose... Are you only going to read it if yes? Are you only going to read it out of you need to know what's going on because this is one of the main Marvel titles? That one. That's okay. what I think it's going to be. As I'm definitely not going to pick up issue two from sheer excitement. Yeah. You know? 
but I can remember when when Avengers relaunched with the Luke Cage, Wolverine, Captain America, Spider-Man team. Yes. That is how you relaunch an Avengers book. That was that was where I jumped on. Holy and it was, cow. It was amazing. Yeah, because everybody, including myself, it's like, how can you have the Avengers without Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Scarlet Witch, Vision, and Hawkeye? This is this is not the Avengers, but the first issue was amazing. It was so good. There was mystery. There was intrigue. You, the characters had depth, and it made sense what was happening, and it didn't feel, it didn't feel like, like editorial was putting this book together. It felt like Brian Michael Bendis was putting this together, and you could tell it was going to be lar- something larger. No clue it was going to lead to stuff like you know Dark Reign and Secret Invasion. But, you know, those that first issue and then the next one and the next one and, you know, they head to the Savage Land and uh, it was just Electro and the villains break out of the raft. and. Do you think well, that they are, you know how that obviously you had seeds in, in, a, in New Avengers number one that led to all those things. Do you think that we are out of those ideas? Like that was almost, that was like five to ten years of ideas and planning and timeline and everything. Are we done with that? Will we never see that again? Hmm. Well, I think... First, I think there's still so much from those stories that can be... There's still more material that can be dug up from some of those things. And I think a lot of writers are like, let's be the next different thing. And they're just trying to outdo one another and outdo one another and be better and bolder and and it ends up bombing because they're not taking their time and really fleshing out something that could be amazing you know or or they or what they do is they take an idea that is really cool and they stretch it so long that it no longer is cool or has the significance that it could have had agreed does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think that you're right. And especially with this, okay, well, we only have one shot at this to work type of thing because we know that the book's going to get canceled in 24 issues. you know. And then it's like, okay, well, we're trying to introduce the Inhumans and we want to introduce these new characters. It feels like they're in a state of flux and they are trying to see what sticks and see what is um, excitable to the public instead of playing the long game and saying, okay, you know how Apple, they they pretty much their philosophy is, we know what you want and you don't know what you want and we're <laughs> gonna give you what you want and you're you're gonna love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how they have done it for years now. And everybody, most of the time, they've kind of like tapered off. But most of the time, you're like, I had no idea. Like, I needed this, but I do need it. <laughs> it's true. I need a watch like this. Right. And and so. I feel like that's what Bendis did when he was helming a lot of these events. And I also feel like, you know, writers come and go and everything, and you have your your top talent come and go. But those people that were involved during that time, did they see the writing on the wall, or did they just, you know, move on because that's the cycle of things? You know? I mean, Bendis is still there, but where's Fraction? Remender's gone. Millar's gone. Uh... I think I forget. Millar and and Remender told some pretty epic stories that were fleshed out and made sense 
I don't think Remender was done. He might not because have been done, but... He says, okay, well, this, you know, Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and it goes further than we've ever thought, and now Captain America's a werewolf. <laughs> you know? Like, what? Way to go, Nick Spencer. Well, but isn't that... That happened before Secret Wars started. I know, and he was leading, and then he probably was told to wrap his book, and then he was like, you know what, I'm done with Marvel, thanks. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not arguing that point. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it went. Yeah, I think it probably did, and that uh, Secret Wars was being planned uh, by, by Hickman. You know, I mean, that was what, Avengers got up to like issue 42, didn't it? Yeah, something like that. So almost yeah. four years, and you can't tell me that every other writer knew that four to five years prior, and were riding towards that goal. No, he did. He before I remember reading an interview with him and Tom Brevoort before number one came out, and they said we've planned this book and we know what's going to happen. Sixty issues in between Avengers and New Avengers. Well, they had, but I'm saying Joe Schmo, who's writing Iron Man. Or who's writing this title or who's writing that title. They there's no way. They they writers came and, and went during those four years. Yes. Yes. So I think Brevort, Hickman, you know, probably Bendis, maybe some of those the 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 ones that are are lucky enough to be invited to the retreats or whatever. The, sure. the ten guys, they probably knew. But when you have 55 to 60 titles out every month those other writers weren't in the loop and probably even some of the editors weren't really quite sure they were just doing the best to get this story out about this character yeah yeah um what's your next topic um let's talk about uncanny avengers 2 okay so it ended with cable and cable back to fix the Avengers. <laughs> uh -huh. What are your thoughts about that? This actually makes me interested in reading this book. Because um, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Like to, like I told you before, it, it's supposed to be the lead Avengers book, right? No, no, no. All new, all different is. But I can't find a reason to read this book. Because <laughs> Steve Rogers is terrible. I like Brother Voodoo, but... Deadpool doesn't belong in an Avengers team. I don't care about this inhuman character, Sync or whatever. Synapse. Thanks, Synapse. Uh, the whole Terrigen mess with Rogue, it feels totally shoehorned in there. I like Cable. Yeah. So that seriously will keep me reading. And actually, I read the I read the um, annual, and that was pretty interesting. I, I, I enjoyed that even though it was a half of it was a period piece, but that's probably why I enjoyed it. What do you think of cable? Oh, I love me some cable. Cable's awesome. He's bad to the bone. And I've, I've always liked cable. So if he can come in, honestly, when it said, you know, he's got to fix the Avengers, I was like, you got to fix this title, bro. So if he can come and fix this title, maybe I can keep reading it. Cause otherwise I got to check out of this one too. Is, when's the last time we saw Cable interact with the Avengers? Was it X-Sanctions? Yeah. Because that did not go well. No, it, but that whole book was just kind of, really? <laughs> that, that was Jeff Loeb, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. And McGinnis. Ugh. I like McGinnis. 
I know you do. But he just needs... He draws really good, like, big, muscle-bound characters. Square-jawed, giant-faced Shazam character? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with so you. He would, he's good on a, on a... He would be good on a solo cable title. Yes, he would be good on a solo cable title. Um, I... You know, I think I'm gonna give it one more, one more go. Um, I tried to read the Deadpool, and it was just awful. What do you mean, read the Deadpool? Deadpool number one. It's oh. the same writer as the Uncanny Avengers, so he's ha- and he's handled Deadpool for however many. It was just terrible, man. It was just awful. Was it as bad as Spider Woman? I thought it was worse. Okay. Yeah, I did. Um. Did you read Uncanny and Humans 1 and 2? I did. What do you think of this book? Um, So, if McNiven wasn't on art, I don't think I'd be reading it. Okay. But I love McNiven, and, and really, you know, throwing Beast and Human Torch into the mix was a huge draw for me. Because I don't care about the Inhumans. I don't... Medusa, Black Bolt, Triton, Gorgon could care less about them as characters. But, you know, Beast is with them and Human Torches, you know, both after Secret Wars. So I'm intrigued about that. You know, I wanted to know what was going on, how that came to be, yada, yada, yada. Um, I feel like the Kang thing has been done a billion plus seven times. Yes. So I, I'm just kind of meh about that. I read Uncanny Humans number two today, actually, and thought the exact same thing about time changing with the the young did you okay good like Get this it. is this is silly this just doesn't make any sense but we're but it's a universe with it's that roles. it's that back to the future type of mm-hmm. thing yeah uh i mean i don't i just don't care about the inhumans but marvel's telling me this is because there's so many inhuman title they even say that this is the flagship inhuman title Wait, there's yeah. more than one in humans book, you know? How many are there? There's three, there's four if you count Ms. Marvel. There's two of the main ones. There's Okay, the so Uncanny and Humans and then uh just the Inhumans. Is it just what I see I don't even know. It's not out yet. But it's the one with Crystal and her team has to go and find the new shards or something, some kind of crystal or whatever. That sounds awful. Yeah, and then there's Ms. Marvel, and there's Karnak, and I thought there was one more. I thought there were five. Way to be prepared, Jared. No, 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 no. I think I think there's only four. Hmm. Anyway, this one, I, I am actually very interested in this story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. First of all, the art. Secondly, I like Charles Soule. He's good. He's been stuck with the Inhumans for the whole time. I think he volunteered for it. Um, I don't like the new characters, but I do like Black Bolt. I I do like Medusa. I I'm enjoying Beast and Human Torch on the book, and I didn't think I would. Uh, I didn't. I thought it wouldn't make sense. And there's just something about Kang Man that mystifies me, <laughs> probably because I have not seen him. And he seemed like all that much. I think the first time I saw him was in uh, Young Avengers. Isn't that the... Yeah, with Iron Lad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just... He mystifies me because I do... I cannot figure out 
who he is or what his origin is or like what what his purpose is and what he's trying to do. Um, I didn't get a clear sense of motivation at all from the uncanny Avengers that Remender was doing. Uh, so that was kind of with the Apocalypse Twins. I didn't get that at all. But this, it, it seems like it's more manageable for me to get my mind around what he's doing. And he's a cool looking character. So I, I'm actually enjoying this title more than any of the Avengers titles. Well, that's definitely saying something. Well, I mean, are you are you liking it more than the Avengers titles or no? Yeah, I think so. I think strictly on the art and wanting to know more about what happened to the Fantastic Four and Beast's inclusion into the title. So let's kind of segue well what's your what's your next topic well i've been given all of them do you not have any i i've been asking you i just haven't been announcing them okay so uh mr fantastic and namor are both dead how do we know that well human torch was asked about um the about reed and whether his uh writings will be published since his passing and he said that he would publish some stuff and then it was revealed in the previews that namor dies in squadron supreme number one that comes out next month oh my goodness that sounds terrible because they want to show that squadron supreme is not in an alternate universe they're here in this universe and that they are powerful that's not good. What do you think about that? No, I just asked you what you think. You can't respond I back with I what do you think. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like Namor as a character. I think he's a staple in the Marvel Universe. I think he's very conflicted and dark, and I think he serves his own purposes, kind of like Doctor Doom, but like on the good side. And so you're bringing in this new group, and you're like, oh, these mean business, so we're going to kill Namor, the oldest mutant in <laughs> on the planet. When he could fit into this Inhumans book, he could actually be useful for what they're trying to do. And they're... It's, oh, dude, that sucks. Because, like, <laughs> I do not like it. I don't mind Fantastic Four, like, Reed being dead because then it, it makes you think that there was something in Secret War that actually matters. But if they're killing... Like, don't try to, to to manipulate me into saying oh these guys mean business because they killed this this guy that i mean no i it's, it's dumb i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it at all <laughs> i'm not happy i did not know that and i'm not happy Sorry. so what do you think uh, i want to know what happens to mr fantastic so that does give me some hope for like you said secret wars the ending having some sort of significance. Right. Because we know Doom is back. Yes. You know, uh, what happened to Reed and Sue. So we're still not sure, you know, what exactly happened with Sue. But you, you know, I the the way that they did the Extraordinary X-Men number one with Old Man Logan, oh, I just showed up. I have no idea. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, no one's going to remember that he sacrificed his life or whatever in Secret War. Apparently, nobody remembers Secret War. Yeah, they all know that they don't remember what happened eight months ago. Do they know that they don't remember? Yeah, all of them are saying, like, we just can't remember. It's been oh, in a couple different God. titles. Okay. All right. 
Oh, Namor, I'm kind of indifferent on. I don't, I don't. It seems like a gimmick death to me, and I don't really care for those. Uh, but it's kind of strange. Like Wolverine, Namor, and Mister Fantastic are all dead right now in the Marvel universe. Yep. That's sad. And we don't know what happened to Susan. We've not heard what happened to her. And Ben's in space. Yeah. Ben's in space. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that works. It, it does make some sense to me. Just reading the first couple pages of Guardians of the Galaxy. When you know he's talking about just wanting to be an explorer and being an astronaut and stuff. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, that's true. I... I think that there's going to be a definitive lines of, okay, I'm reading this book. Okay, I'm not reading this book. Um, more so than ever has been before. Yeah. So many of them just stink. Maybe maybe they did before, and I just didn't know it, and I talked myself into, like, I need to read this. Did you try to read Drax number one? Not yet. Is it that bad? I have not tried. Uh-oh. I don't know. I can't. I'm having a hard time doing the wrestler thing. Dude, I'm it's just, like, so not excited about books on Wednesdays. Yeah. I, I read Hercules. I like that one. Oh, I didn't even get that one. I I read it, and I enjoyed it. I read Nova number one, and I did not like that. Hmm. I read Vision number one, and I really liked that one. Hmm. I made it halfway through and didn't finish it. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> I don't know. I am, just look at I am, all the books I have. Dude, I am very intrigued by Vision number one. Like, it felt freaky and eerie the whole time. Like, something's going to happen where this is not going to end up good. Well, they said that... I don't know. I didn't finish reading it, so I'll wait. I don't want to be spoiled. Um, Contest of Champions, no. Uh, where does that even make sense? I don't know. I don't know. Um... Illuminati was really weird, right? I didn't pay, I didn't read it. Okay. Did you finish up Squadron Sinister? Mm-mm. It's kind of... What did, what did you think about Carnage, number one? I haven't read it. Okay. I told me, I'm, like, right, I'm just like, Carnage I am excited to read. And I do want to read Ultimates, number one. Uh, Carnage felt like a 90s book, dude. Perfect. Which, yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, man. <laughs> Angela, Queen of Hell. Good night. That's a train wreck. Uh, I didn't even bother. Dude, good for you. <laughs> Did you make it to the end? I started flipping through, and I was like, nope, not for me. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, uh, you want to talk about Uncanny X-Men number 600? Yeah. The issue that was forever months late. Okay. It's obviously a special issue. Well, I was super let down. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, though? Hmm. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I know. I hate being negative. But I just looked forward to this. It's a book made it to 600 issues. It was going to be huge, you know? Supposed to come out in April or May. Come Is this Marvel's only 600? No, no. Spider-Man made it to 600. Yeah, there. I think there have been, like like 10 books in all of comics that have made it that that high action comics made it to 900 and they rebooted crazy it is crazy so that i mean it's just gonna be cool and they kept pushing it back and pushing it back like 
All right, must be pretty juicy. <laughs> and then you read it, and I'm like, what? That's it? That The next 20 pages is an Iceman story? What? It was so bummed, man. It was pretty bad. I was wanting a really cool, like, Trial of Beast. Stuff was going to get wrapped up about many different things that have happened with, you know, Professor and Mystique being married and everything that Beast had done. And there's going to be some resolution with the Cyclops stuff. Do we know how he died? Who? Cyclops. No. We don't, right? Okay. No. All right. At least at the end of this book, we found that, like, he's looking at the moon, right? Doesn't that symbolize that he's going to the Inhumans? Oh, I have no idea. Well, when he's driving away and they have that weird artist and he's looking at the moon, because isn't that where Attilan or Adelon is? Not at that time, it wasn't. That's true. It was already, it's still on Earth. Yeah. So, I mean, I liked, there were some positives. Well, really just one. That what? Colossus and Magic reunited. And then he's huge or something? Oh, is that Extraordinary X-Men? You're big. I can't fit through here. Oh, yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's extraordinary. <laughs> but I, I know that, you know, Colossus, that last time Colossus saw Magic, he said, the next time I see you, I'll kill you. And so for them to come from that to hugging, <laughs> it's a big... Bury the hatchet. Yeah. So, I, you know, everyone yelled at Beast. Young Iceman and Young Gene make grown-up Iceman come out of the closet. Young Beast and Young Gene make out. But then an Extraordinary X-Men, she's like, yeah, that was a mistake. Not going to do that ever again. So yep. What was the point of even having this subplot in one issue? Why even waste those pages? I don't know. I, You know what? I, I wonder what Bendis really thinks about giving up the book. Do you think it was his choice? Well, I mean, he'd been writing them for a while. He did the same thing with Avengers. He wrote everything he wanted to say and then pieced out. Yeah, but Avengers, it sounded like he was done. Yeah. This, he did not sound like he was done at all. I had I haven't heard any rumblings, you know? Okay. I read his farewell thing. Yeah. And it was okay, but it was like, but, damn. And then it ends with Cyclops starting a revolution. The end. <laughs> It was, it, it was not good. I mean, and the whole, I don't understand adult Bobby coming out of the closet. Yeah, I honestly, I feel like we could probably talk about that for four hours. Let me just say that I think a better story choice would have been to leave it unresolved so that you can at least say, we don't have to send the young X-Men's back because it is a different timeline because there is a difference here. Mm-hmm. Right? Wouldn't that be better storytelling? Yeah, leave it kind of open-ended, ambiguous. Yeah, and be like, people would say, well, isn't it? doesn't it have to be? Isn't it this? Well, maybe they're not the same person. Well, maybe that means that we don't have to send them back if we're going to keep these people around. I would have been fine with that. Okay, so let me... Let me say, we're we are going back to a no more mutants again, right? Yeah. Yep. They've all been sterilized. Okay. So now, I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, nobody was having mutant babies. They were all getting mute mutant at their adolescence, right? At puberty. 
Yeah, that's when the mutant gene comes to fruition. Is that puberty? Right. So how do they know they're sterile? Like they can't have any kids? Is that what's going? That's, on? That's I'm like, what? <laughs> and so does that mean the mist hit everyone and sterilized them? But then, for some reason, so like the mist can hit you once, sterilize you, but if it hits you again, then you break out like Rogue did. It doesn't make any sense. Because, look, okay, so we went to, there's a ton of mutants on Genosha, and now there's only 100, or there's only, you know, six, 16 million got killed. And then now Bendis comes in and says, I'm going to solve your problem, and no more mutants. And so then there's 198, because you have the decimation. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what, now we're back with hope and everything. We fought our way out of this, and now there's mutants everywhere. And now we're back to no more mutants again, so now we're in trouble. Look, our species is dying. We're on the verge of extinction. I thought we were. I thought we were. What <laughs> What happened here? Oh, that's right. Jason Aaron did his run with Shark Girl. So there's a million of them now. <laughs> it's just, it's they need to make up their mind. Like, I don't think that they said, "Oh, we did this for a while. Let's go back and do this." I think that they said, "Look, this is a problem. We need to make these people scarce." And they need to make sure no more characters are created as mutants because then they can't uh, use them in movies. Right. I mean, and I in the Uncanny and Humans title, I do not care about the new people like Sight or Vision or Reed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do care about the ones that have been around for a while. Yeah. Except for the Professor X mutant or Inhuman, Gorgon. Because he's in the chair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. He doesn't have mind powers. He's not bald. <laughs> anyway. Nope, think but... about it. Every character that's created that has powers now either has to, you know, have toxic sludge dump on them or bit by something radioactive or they're an inhuman. And that's much easier to... We can just say they're an inhuman. They were affected by this cloud. We don't have to go into a huge backstory. And that's how it used to be with mutants. We don't. Think- yes, but it, I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, "So this Terrigen mist just happened? Like, do we ever see that? Because they weren't reading Avengers when that happened." To me, that's a huge backstory. It's like, don't you know what happened during Infinity? Don't you know what happened during you know when when Black Bolt released the Terrigen mist all over? No, like they don't they don't know because they weren't reading Avengers. They were. I don't, I don't know it. <laughs> I just see it as, you know, Marvel's having a problem because characters are created and they can't use them in movies. So they're not going to create more characters for Fox to automatically have the rights to. Do you think that this that the books will be more pleasant or more readable if that problem wasn't in place? I don't think we'd have any of this inhuman stuff. Yeah, I don't think probably. the inhumans would have the inhumans would still be this group of six or seven people that you see every couple of years, they show up for something and then they go back to Adelon. That's what it would have been. They, are you, are you looking forward to any of the X-Men books? I'm looking forward to all the X-Men books because I need some sort of X-Men fill. Are you, what do you think about X-Haven being in limbo? Uh, there were rumors that that's where it was going to be. So I wasn't super surprised when I read it. 
I was, and I was like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like, then why would you do this? <laughs> well, because I don't know if you remember, but Magic and Dormammu fought, and she absorbed. She absorbed either she absorbed Limbo into her, and it was only accessible to her, or she it was a safe place after she had defeated Dormammu. Is that from X Infernus? No, it was from Uncanny. When um her and the team like Gold Balls was with her and all them. Oh yeah yeah yeah. One of, yeah something yeah. along those lines where it was somewhat safe for them to yes. go because it was connected to magic. But then yeah, not kind of thinking. Hmm, if n- magic is not unconscious, <laughs> could be a problem. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening. We're basically in hell, and something's going bad. <laughs> oh, huh. But I do like that book. You like extraordinary? Love extraordinary. I I. It's okay. It's okay. I think it needs to grow on me. It does. It is better than any of the Avengers titles. Oh, by leaps and bounds. I'm looking forward to the other X-Men books when they come out. I'm actually looking forward to Bun's Uncanny X-Men book. Yeah, Magneto's team. Yeah, that's the one I want to come out. But I heard that was coming out like in January? Yeah, it got pushed back. Yeah, we have pre- we just got preview pages for it this afternoon. Mm. So, Have you read anything else? Or are you dropping? Oh, dude, I'm just looking at the list. of I'm looking at my books right now. The books that I have not read are much, much greater than the books I have read. Did you read Black Knight? I even get it. <laughs> I don't like him. Did you? Uh, no, no, I didn't. There's, I, the, I, I am not interested. There are several things I'm not. Medieval knights, uh, the UK stuff, I'm not interested in. Yeah. Um, like anything that has to do with thor pretty much or asgard so did you read uh web warriors no i didn't you laugh no no not at all i don't understand why would you have this like don't don't we already have the captain britain brigade the captain britain Corps. core i think a lot of them were killed Yes, they were, but I mean, like, isn't that what this is? But Spider-Man? Right. Yeah, well, which one sells better? <laughs> yeah, not Captain Britain. Yeah, like, who <laughs> reads Captain Britain? But if it's Spider-Man and you put Spider-Gwen in it, you know, people are ready to go. I guess so. I don't know. All right, so uh, two more questions and then we'll get out of here. Um, <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any more? Uh, I do not. Okay. Did you read Star Lord number one? No. I thought thought this was a giant step back. I'm like, what are we doing? We've already established all this stuff. It's basically an origin story, isn't it? Yeah. It was. It's a very strange. Like, wait a minute. I thought I knew this character. Maybe I don't. So it was weird. Um, and then, let's see here. Ultimates. I got it, but I didn't read it. Oh, it's just awful. Oh, man, I had some hope for it. Did you? What in the world would give you hope? I like the Blue Marvel, like but Black other than Panther. that. Uh, you just like him because he was 
married to Oh, Sam. I hated that marriage. <laughs> I didn't like that at all, but I like Black Panther as a solo. Title? As a solo character. Yeah, I guess. Like, he's I snarky, and he'll tell you right to your face that you're an idiot and just look at you and... A... That's why him and Namor going against each other oh, was, oh, was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that picture where there's some scene, I, I don't know, is it Avengers versus X-Men, where Black Panther slaps Tony Stark across the face? It's, <laughs> it's just awesome. I love it. Well, that's all I got, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm spent. Well, I really liked Extraordinary X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm interested in Uncanny and Humans. So if we could get the artist from Uncanny and Humans to draw Extraordinary X-Men, we have the perfect title. I, I wouldn't mind Soul on uh, Extraordinary X-Men. I don't know if Lemire is going to do that good of a job, to be honest with you. I think he's introduced some very interesting concepts, and he's got an amazing team lineup. I think that the roster is awesome. It's like 1975 all over again. <laughs> I, I guess that's good. Well, I mean, it's the that's what ignited the X-Men was Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Storm. Those four w- ran the show for years. They were the meat and potatoes of the X-Men, and everything has been built off those four. And you throw in Colossus's sister, who was, you know, possessed by a demon... Forge, longtime member and former lover of Storm, and a teen Jean Grey, and the dynamic on this team is just the stories could be told for years with just these characters. That's very interesting to me that you like that because I, I am not, I do not care about these characters. <laughs> it's like this is not my team. And if you, I like magic, and I like Jean Grey, and I like Old Man Logan. And that's it. Oh, you don't like Storm Colossus or Nightcrawler? Storm's okay. But, like, Colossus seems pretty one-dimensional and Nightcrawler seems played. Well, I think Marvel's also missing out on the diversity angle with this title. Oh, Nightcrawler's blue. Well, I mean, no, I'm saying... And Colossus is silver. What I'm saying is this title (laughs) is the most diverse title without trying to be. Oh, that's true. And that's true. The other titles, they're like, we've got to try and make it different. We have to represent every subspecies of person in the world. And X Men's like, yo, I'm black and from Africa with white hair. Yo, I'm German with blue skin. I'm a Russian. You know, I'm uh, an old. old I'm Canada. young. Yep. You what? Old and young. Yeah, I, Forge is Native American. They're, this is the most diverse group in all of Marvel. And they're like, eh. You know, they're not going to promote it. They're not going to publicize it. or Because it's X-Men, man. It's true. But this is how you do a diverse title. Because that, it's not, That's true. And it snuck. you're right, because it snuck in right under my nose. You, you didn't even know. And that's how it should be. When you have to have an Avengers and they're like, hey, we're the all new, all different, all diverse Avengers. We get it. You know, just tell a story for telling a story, and the characters will make sense. Like, it makes sense for these guys to be together. And what do you know? They're all so diverse. Hmm. I, think by, I think by the next time we, re, or we record, I think I'm going to have a definitive reading list of the things I'm going to read. Because by then, probably we'll have a bunch of number ones that have come out that haven't 
and so that we can whittle down i would love to compare with you and be like okay after we tried everything <laughs> i'm excited about these because they're good not excited about these because they could be good but excited about these because these are the ones i'm picking yeah up. i get pure enjoyment from reading these on wednesday right well t- exactly tomorrow three new books come out tomorrow uh late on just me. tell me yay or nay or i'm gonna barf okay uh, silk uh, it's it's gonna have to be something special no no uh no it's the same creative team so then definitely not it's a fun looking book i just don't have time to read something that does not matter <laughs> you know yeah um venom space knight i'll give it a try but i mean come on and moon girl and Di- devil dinosaur I'll, I'll read it to find out. I mean, because, you know, Howling Commandos was uh, threw me for a loop. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Okay. When does um, those are the only number ones that are coming out tomorrow? Yeah, those are the only all new, all different books coming out tomorrow. Okay. All right. When does Red Wolf Wolf come out? I believe that was delayed. Oh. Has it been given a. They haven't re solicited it. I don't think they and, have. Oh, that's not good. Is it because of the Edmondson thing? Well, or we don't. Know. I know they've made some changes. Like, they first they said he was going to be of this tribe, and then they said, "Oh, well, now he's not going to be." Or, uh, so I'm not sure. Huh. Okay then. All right, bro. Last thing. Um, this will be old news by the time this airs. But tonight on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Chris Evans, uh, Tony Tony Stark, <laughs> um, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. and Kristen Ritter are all going to be on him. That's cool. And they said there's supposed to be some sort of Civil War type announcement or something happening. Huh. Okay, so you're going to text me and let me know what that is? You'll be in bed. <laughs> that's true Grandpa will be in bed <laughs> <laughs> all right this is marvel 616 politics you can email us at marvel 616 politics at gmail.com visit our website marvel 616 politics.com follow us on twitter at 616 politics you can follow us and like us on facebook facebook.com slash marvel 616 politics you can give us a call and leave us a message with a question or a great comment that we can play on the air uh, we want this show to be interactive at 616-755-TINA. And you can also look us up on, uh, where else can you look us up on? Instagram. Instagram. And YouTube, Marvel616Politics. And we are sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go to their sister site, In Stock Trades, for Black Friday deals. Check that out. You can get your books 40% off. You can get the all-new, all-different bundle for 50% off. Go to dcbservice.com. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. Their website is crpsavings.com. For $39, you can get a discount membership for all of your purchases through Office Depot and Office Max. It's worth it. And we're lastly sponsored by Michael Webb Solutions. Their website is michaelwebbsolutions.com. For all of your internet website and seo needs go to michaelwebsolutions.com and until next time make yours marvel 616 politics